Thank you for tuning into this episode of Dante's Inferno. I appreciate you sharing your time and energy with me. I do not take it for granted. I love you. Namaste. You're going to get a ton of value from this episode. At least I hope you do. That's the intent. So enjoy. Damn, we are live. Give, give, me, some, give me a little while, brother. Just a little while until we get done. Thank you, man. I love you. What up, everybody? Um, live streaming on Facebook. So you see me kind of look over here periodically. Everyone watching here will probably be viewing this on YouTube. And if you're on the podcast listening to audio version, I got my man Isaac Mashman in the house. He agreed to this interview. So big thank you to him. Thank you, my man, for coming on. Can you just tell people real quick Absolutely. about who you are and what you do? Yeah, for sure, Dante. Um, first and foremost, thanks for you know inviting me on. I know it was a very short notice. But um, yeah, my name is Isaac Mashman I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. I'm 18 years old, graduated high school last year. Um, you know, and, and I'm an entrepreneur, you know, in heart, you know, I, I, I want to work for myself and I'm currently doing a couple different things right now. Um, I'm inver- involved with network marketing. That's one of the things I have going on. And then at the same time, I get, I'm actually working on getting my own podcast started back up. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I was born and raised in Jacksonville, Florida, grew up with a very humble, hardworking family, you know, hardworking mom and growing up, you know, I, she worked 12 to 16 hour days. Like she was working nonstop and I'd be lucky to see her like two days out of the week. And my thing was like, I felt useless. Like genuinely, I felt useless because like I'm growing up seeing her work, seeing her struggle. My dad was out of the picture. Um, Eventually, you know, she got remarried and and whatnot, but I felt useless because I couldn't retire her. I couldn't go ahead and, and, you know, help her out. I couldn't, you know, help provide for her. And so, you know, I fell in love with entrepreneurship back in my senior year of high school. I went in, I had no idea what I was doing at all. And, um, you know, I, I was always a good student. But I had no idea where I wanted to go in life. And so I fell in love with Gary Vee's content. Gary Vee, like I say, Gary Vee literally saved my life. Like I, I, I will genuinely say that because if I went to college, man, I, I'll be honest, like I would have went down the wrong path. But yeah, man, fell in love with entrepreneurship because I know that through it and through working for myself and through providing value to other people and solving issues because, you know, an entrepreneur solves issues, I'll be able to retire my mom. I'll be able to live that life of, of freedom. Um, so yeah, man, does that, <laughs> I kind of went on a tangent. No, no, you're fine, bro. That was awesome. Yes. I really, really liked the fact that you said you wanted to like help your family out and it kind of was this, the seed was like born out of that. That's fucking awesome. It says a lot about you. So thank you for sharing that. When you say entrepreneur, what do you do? Like specifically you said network marketing, like what does that entail? What does that involve? Can you like dive into that a little bit? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I'm not going to specifically name the company, but I involved with Forex <laughs> education. Um, so basically I help show you how to make your money work for you. Um, the foreign exchange market is the world's largest financial market. Actually, I'm not going to turn this into some sales pitch, but I make your money work for you by showing you, you know, and teaching you the skill set. Um, because you can legitimately make money whenever currency fluctuates. You know, you think of the banks, you think of, uh, you know, the U S dollar and you go to travel, travel to Europe, right? You're going to take the U S dollar, exchange it for the Euro. You go to Mexico for the peso. And you can yes. actually make money based on the fluctuations. Um, so that's basically what I do. But network marketing, it's, it's $130 billion a year industry. I think it's actually higher than that. Um, and it's basically, you think of the most powerful form of advertising the world. It's by mouth, by voice, right? Yeah. Because if you were to go and let's say you're wearing a pair of Nikes, I could go up to you and be like, Dante, those Nikes are fresh. And like, I'll see what you're wearing. And you'll, you'll be like, yeah, go, go check them out. I'll buy that pair of Nikes. So yeah. with network marketing, it's taking the same exact concept of the power of mouth by, you know, instead of spending all the money on advertising and on marketing and stuff like that, you just offer a compensation plan for the people and they show and share the company's products with other people. That makes so, sense. And, you have, and then from that, no, sorry, no go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> so do you like have clients or do you, do you show them how to do it? Do you do it for them? Do you do both? Um, I basically show you the product, you know, and, and from there you can become a customer and let's say you want to go ahead and work the compensation plan because like my company specifically network marketing in general has two sides. One, you have a product and then, so you have a product. Our product would be foreign exchange education and some of the different tools. And then from there, if you wanted to go ahead and build the business, you can do that. You can become your own uh, independent business owner. So it's kind of the best of both worlds and you, and you can earn that residual income. Um, a lot of people don't know what residual income is, but it's, it's making money while you sleep. Um, and that's what I love about it the most. You know, I'm like Warren Buffett says that if you don't make money while you sleep, you're going to be broke until the day you die. And I'm like, I'm going to listen to someone who has the success that I want in life, you know? Yeah, dude, I love that. I think, um, as I'm, you know, 23, um, you're much farther ahead of me. I'm still learning like business, still learning, selling, still improving these, these skill sets. Something I've kind of noticed is having like using digital products, 
So you can implement something like residual in income or passive income. Um, it allows you to make money while you're sleeping. And like when you do something that's maybe more hands-on where you have to like talk to somebody like coaching or consulting, like I, I see people like making that way more expensive because time is fucking huge. What are your mm -hmm. thoughts on that? Do you, do you like offer one-on-one -on -one stuff? Do you like not want to do that at all? Do you prefer keeping it information based? Like what's, what's, what's your view on that? Well, see, I don't know. I'm kind of that person who would consider myself to kind of be the, the Leonardo da Vinci man. You know, you think about da Vinci, he did everything. Yeah. Um, and that's, it's difficult because I have to maintain that balance, but with the company, it's purely product based, but I'm doing like a little bit of my own stuff. You know, I'm working on Twitter marketing, um, because Twitter is my biggest platform. Uh, we connected through Twitter. I want to say a year ago, yeah. and, you know, been connected on and off since. And it's crazy because it's like, you have your own little niche, right? We we're all like the Gary V community and we've broken up into our own little communities. Like you and I, Joey Messina and all like all the other people. Um, but I, you know, as I progress, I don't want to offer services that I'm not 100% knowledgeable on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to offer business advice um, on how to run a multi-million dollar company. You know, you think about the Shopify course gurus, right? They sell you a course on how to make a million dollar company, but the only way that they've ever made a million dollars is by selling you that same exact course. Uh, so with me, I want to make sure that I have the experience and have the value and have the knowledge to provide to someone before I go ahead and, and you know, try to sell them on something. Big time, big time. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, never like giving your, your perspective. Like you can give your perspective and your take on how you think it works or what, you know, just what you, what you feel about it, wh where you're coming from. But yeah, in terms of like do this advice and get this X result, I think you should definitely be aware of what you're saying. Dude, so why, why Twitter? Why is Twitter your biggest platform? Dive into that. Like, it, do you just like it the most? Tell me, tell me about this. Man, um, okay, so, so I'll kind of walk you through the timeline. It was like the, begin, or the, the beginning of the school year 2017, so around August. The first couple months of my senior year, I had like, I don't know what I was doing. I can't think back to how I used to think. And it's crazy to think it was already like two years ago. But um, I started out with an Instagram page called The Economy King. And it was like I would post motivational quotes because I see that and I wanted to monetize it. I'm a high school kid. Like, I'm like, I want to make money. Yeah. Um, and at the, at the beginning, you know, I mentioned that I, it was purely money based starting out because like, I want to make money, you know? And from there, I, I just stumbled upon Gary V's videos. And like, from there, I started on Twitter in November. Um, and then as I delved deeper and deeper into Gary, you know, he talks a lot about Twitter. He talks a lot about Twitter being his main platform that he used to break out. And so I'm like, okay, I'll get on Twitter. I'll engage with his content. And starting out, man, like I, I would follow everyone. Like I wanted to go ahead and get, get my word out to everyone. I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. You know, looking back, I was so ignorant with some of the strategies and techniques and what I did. I was trying to like, I, I started up a Teespring store, right? And I started up this apparel called Success Before Us Apparel. And uh, I went ahead and I started up a Teespring store and I used to copy the link and go into Gary's posts and like different celebrity posts and like paste my link and be like, check it out. <laughs> trying to sell people. Um, but man, like I've, I've literally grew my network through Twitter, like 95% of my network and my connections have been through Twitter. Um, and, and you know, it's just, it's easy to engage with people because it's like, you know, whenever Twitter started out, you could have connected with a celebrity and be like, tweet at the celebrity and they'd respond back. And yeah. I mean, a lot of them still do. And it's just wild how, how connected the community is. It's like, it's, it's its own little like universe in of itself. It's insane, man. I think social media is, is fat. Like Social media from a consumer standpoint, you're just going on and like, it's a fun thing with like, let's say take Twitter, for example, you have the, the trending hashtags that have like the fun little, you know, what would you do if, and then you write right. your own things and people can use it as a way to like, you know, blow, like de-stress, like have a little bit of fun, you know, distract themselves. So that's interesting based on like how they interacted from a consumer standpoint, but from like putting out content on the, the various social media platforms and like how you interact with them and how, you know, like a tweet, a tweet could work on Facebook and maybe not work on, on Instagram because it's a certain like box, a container you're putting into people. I think that's fascinating. What do you think? Uh, what, what do you think social media is going and um, kind of go, go there and then like try to turn it into that one, that platform you were telling me about last night, Lasso? Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, okay, well, well, one of the reasons going back to why I started on Twitter, I, I was searching on Twitter because I'm like, okay, how can I get followers on Twitter? You know, everyone's like, get followers now. Um, and I searched up and there's a, there's an article that said post motivational quotes. And that was right when I was getting involved with my Instagram page, Gary V, everyone else. So I was like, okay, I can do that. And so like, if you check me out on Twitter, you'll see that my, my feed is mainly, you know, motivational, inspirational stuff, but it grew from just going to 
you know, posting a quote from like millionaire mentor, copying, pasting to more so formulating my own ideas and my own ideology. Um, so kind of like and, you know, using it's, training it's, wheels until you got your own like style and like viewpoint, like, okay, I understand this works. Now let me, let me do my own stuff. Right. Right. And going from that training wheel to like the bicycle to go ahead, going like, I'm on a moped right now, man. Like, <laughs> I'm scooting along, I'm scooting along on a moped, but I'm not like, I'm not hundred percent where I want to be. You know, yeah. I would say Gary, someone on Gary V or Andy Frisella's level would be on a, on a motorcycle and I'm on that moped eventually going to evolve into that, into that motorcycle. Um, but social media, I don't know if you're familiar. I'll, I'll start, start this with an example. Um, do you know a couple years ago, Wendy's went ahead and had that tweet that went viral and it was how many retweets for uh, like, a, like a lifelong um, supply of chicken nuggets from Wendy's. Do you remember that? No, I, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually certain that Wendy's started that themselves. It was free marketing. Cause if you think about it, if you go and check like the anal uh, analytics, I have 12,000 followers on Twitter right now. I'm 18 years old and I have over 1.2 million impressions on Twitter. I'm like, that's insane. Yeah. Like my content is in front of millions of people at 18 years old. Like when in history of when have we ever been able to do that? And so if you think about it, there's so much free marketing. Like you think of the AirPod memes, right? With Apple, Apple started that themselves. I'm, I'm like, I'm fairly certain they did that themselves because it went viral. You know, you think about it, there was a hashtag. It was like, when I say Shazam, Shazam, you know, the movie Shazam. And, um, you know, if you just think about the small things, it's the micro engagements, the micro trends that really explode, you know, and it might seem stupid. It might seem like, oh my gosh, why are they tweeting about this? But it's all purely based off of human psychology because someone sees that it's trending. If you see a trending hashtag or a trending tweet, you're more likely to retweet it. You're more likely to like it versus, um, you know, a tweet that only has like two retweets and two likes. You see, it's all psychology and a lot of people don't understand that. So it's like that consumer to that business mindset. Love that. I think um, I'm a big believer in, in, if you use like social media and you dive into that and like learn how it works, I think that it has an effect on your personal life and I think it enhances your overall life. Like I think you using social media like not only because of the fact that it like exposes who you are, as Gary Vee says, like, I don't know, like you're saying the psychology aspect of it, like you learn how people, what people respond to. Mm -hmm. I think that has an effect on your personal life. What do you think? Absolutely. Um, and, and it's like, you have to constantly adapt. You have to constantly be evolving because it's like the thing is looking back, like I was telling you, looking back on some of the techniques and some of the strategies on Twitter that I used before, I had no idea how, what human psychology was, excuse me. Like I had no idea what it was. Yeah. Like I just <laughs> like, okay. And it took time for me to understand, you know, the, the difference between the consumer and the business mindset. It took me time to understand what people would tweet the most. You know, there's a reason why these things go viral, you know, cause it appeals. It's something that's new, you know, that, that whole tweet about, you know, retweet for, for, a supply of, of chicken nuggets, something like that isn't going to happen again because it was already done before. So right. it's about, you know, come up and formulating those new ideas and those new things. Very, very smart. What's this new social media platform that you mentioned last night and why are you, why are you on it? Why are you going into it? Um, I was actually introduced by a former business partner of mine to the app and it, it, it it's called Lasso. Um, and it's a Facebook Instagram app, right? It, it was created by Facebook. Um, but if you think about it, TikTok, it's basically Facebook's clone of TikTok. And I got on it back towards the end of January. It was like beginning of February. I was down in Miami at a 10X Growth Conference by Grant Cardone. And I got on it. I had no idea what I wanted to post on, on it at all. Um, it was a fairly new app. Like there are only like 20,000 users maybe. Yeah. But it's, it was founded in November and it's called Lasso. And I'm like, okay, I can, I can potentially turn this into my platform. Because if you think about it, the early adopters of Twitter, of YouTube, of Instagram, the people that continually push content are the ones that are sitting good right now. You think about Gary Vee, he was one of the early adopters of Twitter, one of the early adopters of Instagram. You know, all these people get on the app, they produce content, they put out value and whatnot, and those people can turn that into their brand. Um, and so, man, I got on the app, I had no idea what I wanted to post, and it's short 15-second clips. You know, it's TikTok is like 15 second, Lasso's 15 seconds. And I, you know, so I started off with a couple of videos and I was like, okay, God gifted me with the power of voice or, you know, I was born with the power of voice of speech. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and put out motivational, inspirational posts. And from there, man, I've just been engaging with the community. Um, you know, I've been able to connect with some really big name influencers <laughs> because of the app. Um, and, and, you know, I'm actually, I, I'm purely certain I'm going to get verified on the app very, very soon. So I'm like, I, I want to go and make this my main platform. Um, That's cool. 
because man, shameless plug, but I got the same amount of followers <laughs> as the actual app. Like right now, Lasso has 590 followers. I have 590 followers on the app. So I have as many followers as the app. And I'm just like, as an eight, at 18 years old, I'm like, all right, I might've stumbled on something. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Dude, I, I, love, I love how like people who've never used social media before, it's fascinating to me like when they go on a social media. I was talking to someone last night who'd been on Twitter for just like about a month. And it's, you, you just know, like, you just know because of what they're posting, how they're posting it, what they're talking about. It just reveals so much. And like that period, that time period when either a new platform comes out or someone who hasn't been on social media goes into it and like tar- starts tasting it and like gets a mm-hmm. feel for it, and like starts posting. Like that's fascinating to me. Like why do, why do people stop? Why do people burn out? Why do people choose not to? What? And like for you, like tasting this new social media platform, it's fascinating like the time of like, trying stuff until you actually find what works and then being in that flow and just like producing nonstop content. Right. I don't know. That's a trip when I think about that. <laughs> no, it, de- it definitely is. And I've noticed, like, I've been watching like the amount of content you're putting out. Like I've noticed like in the past month, I've been like Dante, like Dante went from dropping off the map completely. To now <laughs> you're dropping content. You're doing podcasts. You're doing, you know, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram content nonstop. And I'm like, I go through my Instagram feed. It's like Dante, 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 Dante. And I'm like, all right, let's go. You, um, but yeah, it's, it's absolutely, absolutely. And it's, it's really about learning experiences, you know? Um, cause I mean, social media is so new. It, it's, you think about the internet, it's only been around for like 30 years. We went through tens of thousands of years of human technology and human experiences before we stumbled on social media. No one knows what the hell it is, you know? And I'm kind of bouncing off of what Gary Vee says because yeah. There, it's true. No one truly knows what this is going to happen or turn into. And a lot of people think that, oh, Facebook and Instagram are the giants of today. So they have to be the giants of tomorrow. That's, that's completely false. You think of MySpace, it was the biggest thing back in like 2006 when I was in like kindergarten. And now no one uses MySpace. So it's like the, the phase of Facebook and Instagram is going to die out eventually into something greater, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's about being, being able to adapt to those changes. That, that's key because a lot of people get on social media and they don't see any success. And just before they have that major breakthrough, they stop. Because the mindset they're, they're, is broken. Their mindset exactly. is locked in. It's not the social media or like what. No, it's how you feel about it and what, how you're coming mm-hmm. to it. Drop some inspiration. Yeah. I feel like you have something coming out right now. Get, get to talk to the people for a second. What, what, why do you think people <laughs> are like failing? Why do you think people like give up on themselves? What is your take on that part of like human psychology? We're, we're definitely on the same wavelength. I was thinking the same exact thing. Um, <laughs> I've been really focusing on paradigms. Um, you know, the paradigm is a person's perspective or viewpoint on a certain subject. Because my paradigm on, you know, think about politics. My viewpoint on politics might not be the same as your viewpoint on politics. It's all about paradigms. It's all about perspective. Um, and, and it's like, whenever you're around other people, personally, my family, I'll just be honest, I love every single one of them to death but I am the anomaly of the family just because I am not negative. I had to, I have to, I had to force myself to break out of that negative bondage because 80% of all human thoughts are negative. 80%. That's fact. Well, that's correct. Um, yeah, 100%. And, and you think about it, if you don't filter those negative thoughts, you know, I'm a, I'm a believer in the law of attraction, but even go, going down to the point of human psychology, if you think negative thoughts, you're going to be a negative person. You're going to be depressed. People stay in depression. Personally, I know that physically, my chemistry probably forced me to have depression on a, on a physical level, but on a psychological level and from a, you know, a business perspective or, or a paradigm level, I do not have depression because I cannot get depression. You know what I'm saying? And it's all about changing yes. that paradigm. Yes. And if you don't shift out of that paradigm, you're going to live your life without knowing why. People go about living their life. You know, I, I was at the beach the other day with a friend. I was like, Yo, bro, like Simeon, like he was going through a difficult time. And I'm like, look up at the sky, look up at the stars. And I was like, think about that. We're literally floating on a rock in space in front of billions and millions and trillions of stars, galaxies, and planets. And I'm like, the only reason that we estimate the universe to be as big as it is, is because of our own like physical thought process. The universe could be a hundred times larger than what we think it is. And there could be millions and millions of universes inside of that. We don't know. And I'm like, there has to be a further reason, but people go and get up every single day without knowing why they live life. You know, they go to work, people live for their job because you know, they go and once you're into that nine to five mindset, you know, I, I was working at a grocery store and I was starting to get into that mindset. And so I had to take myself out of that mindset. Um, 
but they go and, and they get up in the morning. They get up because of work. They go to work. They drive to work. They're focused on being late to work. They go and they're, they're like, what am I going to eat for lunch? I can't eat at that place because it's going to take too long and I don't have a long enough break period. <laughs> what the hell, man? Like you're literally going to tell me that you cannot eat where you want to eat because your job does not give you enough time to eat where you enjoy. What? Dude, it's, it's, um, I fucking love, like, this is my shit. Like, I fucking love witness direction. Uh, yeah, like, most, most people, there's not enough, it's just this, 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 like, it's not that nine to five is bad. It's like, are you happy, though, working the nine to five? Are you happy with your routine, or are you just in this haze of, like, discontent and unconsciousness? And it's not like you're even choosing what to do. You're just like, it's like a routine. Like, I'm, I'm a big believer in like, you can train yourself to be grateful. You can train yourself to have, you know, but it, it, it's, it's a motherfucker because you have to like monitor your thoughts. Initially, it's like, you don't want to do it because we're so entrenched for most people in like negativity right. and like victim mentality and this person did this. But when you start owning your life, you start owning what, what's going on. And then you start like being very, very careful. Of like, you know what? What is cool about my life? I, I, like you're saying, mm -hmm. I am alive on this floating fucking rock in space. I don't know what the hell's going on. You know, I, I, have, uh, I heard in a video once that they said it would be a very good idea and, and funny to once a week, year have like all the humans in the world just kind of gather in one place and just like cry and scream because we don't know what the fuck we're doing and why we're here. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, and you mentioned, you mentioned something that, that really is profound. You think about it, there's a difference between being, there are two different states, right? Like on, on a physical level. There's a state of existence to where you're living. The people that go to nine, go and work that nine to five without knowing why they're in a state of existence. And life is meant to be, you're meant to live in a state of joy and a state of happiness. There's a clear difference between just existing and between living life. Yeah. You know, you know, and, and you One's know, proactive, one is like submissive asleep. Right. Right. And too many people are, are, you know, sheeple, you know, sheep going to the slaughterhouse and they don't understand why and, and you know you think of it so and we say that from a place of love there's so many we're things not saying that yeah to, to like put you yeah. down and like you're the sheep like no like the 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 programming and social conditioning and cultural conditioning that have been like slammed on top of you has made your thoughts and your outlooks sheep alike <laughs> but, but the like, great I, thing about I, that is you I, can break I, out of that like we love the people listening like we have mm -hmm. you know we want the fucking best for them we want them to dominate and succeed so we're definitely right. not coming from a negative standpoint. I just want to clear that up for people watching because I know people get triggered sometimes. <laughs> Call me a sheep. What motherfucker? Did you now fuck these guys? Like, let's not go there. Like, let's keep it calm. Like, we're trying to give you value. Sorry, man. Continue. But the great thing about that, though, is, you know, you and I, we live in America. We can break out of that. We do not have to be sheep. Just because you're born a sheep doesn't mean you have to die a sheep. Just because you're born broke doesn't mean you have to die broke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The great thing about humans is we have the consciousness. What makes this difference from a fucking tree? We have the conscious and we have, we have the choice to change. You know, you think about the subconscious mind, you think about the conscious mind, you can reprogram all of the neural pathways in your brain. And a lot of people don't want to take the time and they don't think it's possible. But in reality, again, you change your paradigm, you change your life. You know, nothing changes if nothing changes. I'm getting that tattooed on my arm because it's, it's very true. And if people think like, my family, for example, just because they're born a certain way, they have to, they have to live their life, you know, and I've been able to travel to more places than past year than some of my family and some people have traveled in their entire life. And it's because I've taken the risk. I've changed the paradigm. I've changed myself. And people are like, Oh my God, that's risky. But I'm like, I think it's more risky to go and live life without question. <laughs> yeah. You know, you think about it. Kids are born creative. Kids are born questioning everything. You know, why is this mom? What is this? Can I have that? They ask questions. And somewhere in between being a kid turning into an adult, they stop asking questions because people tell them, you know, Johnny, don't ask so many questions. You're being annoying, Johnny. In reality, the kid needs to ask more questions because, yeah. you know, we're, we're living life to learn. You know, one of the, you know, I'm not going to go into the, on a theological level, but from a, a physical man, man level, our like purpose in life is to not only leave a legacy, but at the same time to continually improve ourselves. You know, that, that is genuinely what I believe. You know, we, can, we are on this journey of continual improvement. 100% agree with you, man. I think, um, I think happiness is the most important thing. That should be the criteria for, for everything. But it, it should be noted that, just like you're saying, happiness is not stagnating. Like, every single day, I'm, I'm either, you know, well, not either, but it's a culmination of, like, taking a you know, massive action, 
working out a fuck ton, hating it, <laughs> uh, reading books, watching videos that are beneficial, not just to like suck the attention span away. Right. It's it's not it's not and that, that's not like a you know blah 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 me 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 brag brag brag. But it's like happiness is not staying the same. It's not stagnating. Like when you when you're just staying still, you're, you're slowly dying. Like you were brought into this world. You didn't have a choice. You're brought in mm-hmm. screaming and crying. Like what the fuck is this? coming out of the fucking vagina, like, you, you are here, and, but not by choice, and, like, life, like Gary Vee says, the only consistent is everything's going to change, so I think it's important to, like, be open, like, that's one of the most attractive qualities in a person to me, is, like, how open are you to questioning, you know, society, to question other paradigms, to question your own paradigms, to not feel like, like, there's a thing I posted on, on Facebook a week ago, it was like, do you want to be happy, or, or do you want to be right, I want to be happy, like I right. you're right. If you want to be negative, you want to hold on to your paradigm, cool. But in my experience, agreeing with you and going along with what you're saying, me questioning things and questioning myself, questioning my fears, questioning my limitations, questioning like structures and how it's supposed to be has led to more success. And I, I fucking love that you said it's it's more risky to stay the same. Cause what you yeah. don't know, it's not ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is fucking like your life is fucked. <laughs> yeah, no, you know? absolutely. Well, and like, dude, I'm 18. And the one thing, not to sound like, you know, hashtag shameless plug, but I amaze myself by the fact that I'm 18 and I'm already changing my paradigm, you know, because I was, I wasn't born an entrepreneur. You know what the hell? Like I wasn't born that way. I wasn't born with some DNA. I just, I saw the vision and that vision is what I'm acting on, you know? And and it's like lasso for the app, for example. I could have got a lasso. That's awesome with you, by the way, real quick, man. Like that's fucking awesome. Being 18, like you're going to fucking dominate. Like you're already. I'm like, yeah. And it's just, I cannot think back to how I used to think. And that's coming from an 18 year old talking about how I used to think at 16, you know? And I, I was thinking about this last night. I was talking to a friend of mine, a longtime friend, his name is Kevin. And I was like, man, we have come a long way. I'm like back in sixth grade, man. Like I remember how we first connected. I was like, we acted so differently. We went through so much to get to where we are today. And we're not even done. Like I'm thinking about it. I'm like the next 18 years of my life are going to go by slower, but faster. You know, the first four years of your life, you don't remember yeah. very few or very little of it. Right. Yeah. And it's just like the, the concept of time and just human existence. Is, it, it profounds me. Like it, it dumbfounds me like, legitimately. Um, Back to you. Thanks, oh, man. Sister, man. What, what is your legacy? What are you trying to do? Man, I'm, I'm starting to get a clear vision of that, but at the same time, it's very, like, I'm not sure yet. Um, I mean, I have the gift of voice. I'm able to talk. I could get in front of a crowd of 10,000 people right now and, and speak. Like, that's not an issue for me, but it's more so what do I have to say? Because a lot of my ideas and a lot of my philosophies have been bounced off of other entrepreneurs, such as Ty Lopez, Grant Cardone, Gary Vee, Andy Frisell, all these people, right? They've helped formulate my ideas, but I've realized that leaving, helping people live a better life um, is really key. Cause I'm like, if I could help another person, you know, realize their own true potential, that would make everything worthwhile. Like if, for example, TikTok or Lasso, like a lot of, on Lasso, there are a lot of kids. There are a lot of people that are like 12, 13, 14, 15 years old. And I'm like, if I could go ahead, Gary Vee talks about this. And this has been in the back of my mind for the past six months. He, you know, Gary Vee talks about the people that are, you know, 14 or 15 right now stumbling on my content. And five years from now, they're going to be the people buying my stuff or they're going to be the people who have changed their lives because of my content. And I'm like, if I could have that, if I could plant that seed in the mind of these people to where 10 years from now, they're like, you know what? I can do this. You know, I'm 18. I graduated high school. I'm like, I can do this, you know? Um, and if I could really show people that they, that all their, they have everything that they need to succeed in themselves, right? I talked about this on another podcast I was on, but if you spend your life listening to the opinions of other people and listening to what they tell you, what you should believe, you're going to be living your life for them. Yes. You know, and, and I'm big, I'm a big believer in living my life for me. I got one life to live. You know, I don't have life. I don't have a hundred years to listen to, to what you're saying and live my life based off of your own philosophies. I have to establish my own philosophies. I have to establish my own legacy. I have to live life for myself. And too many people live their life looking for that affirmation from other people. You know what I'm saying? And if I could go ahead and, and shift that paradigm and change that, you know, change the human paradigm, what is normal into what is right or what is what should be, it'll be worthwhile for me. That's cool, man. I want to, one thing you said, I want to touch on real quick before I do that. Um, I want to say that like, to me, it's very, very important. And it means a lot when I, when I meet another human being that is authentically them, because I, 
it takes courage to, to stand out and be who you are and take that flack and like be in that position is like take the fire. So thank you. It's a little corny, but thank you for being Isaac. No, like, absolutely. Number one, number two, um, something that I was, I was listening to this, like maybe two or three hour YouTube video of, of one of my top like mentors. I got their company tattoo on my wrist, Tyler from real social dynamics, crack public speaker, amazing, amazing dude. And he mentioned that his content, like the, the videos he puts out on YouTube takes about four years before that actually turns into a customer. It's cool because you can like put it, it's standalone, you don't touch it, it's out, it's on the internet, boom, you don't really have to do anything besides make that initial energetic investment to film the long video and like be there. But I don't know, man, like I love what you said of like planting seeds because it, it seems like the more complicated the paradigm, the, the more time it takes before someone's ready to hear. Like when I was fucking 16, I was like, fuck you, I was super negative, like getting in, the, you know, doing drugs, messing around, like getting into trouble. Like I wasn't even open. Mm -hmm. To, to a concept like gratitude. I think people have to, I don't know if it's enough, a certain amount of pain or just a certain amount of time to like, as your brain keeps expanding and, and you know, I don't know if you're into spirituality, if you follow like Eckhart Tolle, like if your presence and consciousness kind of expands over time, but I don't know, dude, like it's crazy how you have to kind of almost prep people for your content. Like if it's simple, they can kind of take it, they take a hack, like, okay, go to, go to like the fucking Goodwill you know, scam things, buy some cheap clothing, flip it on Facebook Marketplace. Very easy thing. Have gratitude for your life and the fact that you have one life, you're going to die. What the fuck is going on? That's like a lot for people. What, what do you think about that? That, that whole disconnect, that, that gap of like, why aren't people able to just connect with like gratitude or, you know, inspiration or motivation? That is the, that's the amazing thing about life. Um, the reason I say that is because Everyone is in a different situation in life. We're all human, right? We all have the same mouth. We have this two ears. We have, you know, two eyes, two nostrils, but we're all in different positions in life. There could be a 50 year old man listening to this right now that is in a different position mentally than someone who's 18. You know, I am in a different position myself right now at 18 years old than someone who's 60 years old, just because of, you know, how much self-development I've done and how much, you know, that level of consciousness. I'm not, I'm not too certain on like the guy you mentioned, but I definitely want to want to check him out. But it's, it's, you know, it, there is a level of consciousness of, being aware of what is going on and having that self-awareness, you know, that's something I like to say that the past 18 years of my life, I haven't been self-aware the past month. I've been more self-aware than I have the past 18 years of existence Big facts. because I, I understand now that like, I just, so many things have played out in my life, but, but you know, it's not everyone is going to be willing to accept something as fact, right? You know, there, there are laws in existence right now that people still want to argue with, you know, flat earth, you know, we can go and prove that the earth is round, but someone is not ready to accept that fact. Um, and it's just something so simple. Like, and, and you mentioned another thing um, of, you know, just perspective and attitude. Um, this is something that I, I came up with. If you think about it here in America, we make our obstacles, you know, being in the business and network marketing, I'm able to connect with people from all around the globe. I was talking to someone from Ghana the other day and I realized like, dude, like Isaac, I got it good in America. Like yeah. there, there are people that don't know what hope is. You know, we hope for a better future. There are people that don't even know what the fuck hope is because they've never experienced anything. You know, people that are able to walk seven miles to get one cup of water. And we're over here, you know, we're taking a shower for 30 minutes and, you know, leaving the water on while we brush our teeth. You know, it's that like level of consciousness and awareness to where like, I need to make that shift and I need to make that change. We in America make basically and virtually all of our obstacles. We create the obstacle that we do not have the discipline to do something. We create the obstacle of procrastination. We create the obstacle of, you know, um, stubbornness, just everything. And there are people that are born into obstacles that can never change that just because of their circumstances. You know, Gary Vee talks about, you know, you don't have any room to complain unless you're the, you know, the 7.5 billionth person <laughs> on the planet. Dude, I know I exactly. That, that's so about. true. He mentions the Starbucks thing of like, if you ever bought Starbucks in your life, fucking entitled. <laughs> right. So no right. room to complain. <laughs> and a lot of people call that bullshit. You know, so many people hate on people like you and I or people like Gary for like, oh my God, you're full of shit. When in reality, they're the people full of shit because they don't question anything. And there's no, they have like, I literally, before I, I hopped on, you know, when we were talking before we actually re yeah. the record button, I was sending that message on the phone. This guy was saying like, I put this, this interview I did um, with Jack Manley. Go follow him, everybody. He's fucking amazing. A Jack Manley TV on YouTube. I posted it, and this guy was like, 
oh, I'm, I'm not going to watch it because that guy just got everything handed to him. And I hate that people, it just, it just falls in their lap. And did it. I was like, all right, super negative. I responded, was super negative. But, you know, I, I respect the fact you have your point of view and your perspective. And then I was, I was in the process of sending the video and then you popped on. But I was like, dude, context is everything. Like, I don't judge mm -hmm. anybody because I don't know what the fuck they're going through. Like, their little sister, like speaking, you know, going in a dark direction, their little sister could have gotten like molested or they could, you know, a family member could have died. Like, there's so many variables that are just like terrifying and destructive or sad or like we just don't know enough about mm -hmm. the person. So, I don't know, man. Like, yep. I think judgment is fucking poison and like that is like a way to like keep you stuck in your paradigm, keep you locked at this level of success, prevent you from moving up. I think the more open and accepting you are, your, your cap for how much money you can make and happiness you can have. Also yeah. Is. Yeah. And that goes with, you know, being open to change comes with, you know, the ability to adapt and stuff like that. And, um, man, I was just thinking about something lost, lost a train of thought. Um, <laughs> never mind. Okay. I did a social experiment on a Facebook. I did this and I did it with the purpose of pissing people off. <laughs> I said, I, I legitimately, I, I tweeted something. I was like, college is a waste of time and money. Change my mind. I posted on Facebook. I got exactly the same exact response I wanted. Everyone responded in the way that I thought they would, which means I was in control of their reaction. If you were going to respond to another person's judgment, another person's negativity, that person has exerted their control over you as a person. Yeah. You could have, you could have responded to that guy who sent that negative message and been like, oh my God, you know, you're right. Da, 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 da. He would have been controlling you. Yeah. Right. I did another post about um, parenting. I was like, spanking a kid does nothing but exert or cause the child to fear. Like spanking is not good. And I was like, it, it grew into like the social experiment too. It's like, I, I love learning. Like I love learning human psychology and stuff by, by experience. Yeah. And everyone responded with, this might piss some people off, but I'll be, I, I don't care. Don't, uh, don't, there's, I'm <laughs> <fucking> now. <laughs> there's, there's some people that, that responded with, oh, oh, the human, you know, the, the kids who weren't spanked as kids are all pussies today, da, 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 da. And the more I looked into the people who responded that way by the people that were pro spanking are the same exact kids that I personally have known to have emotional issues. Yeah, big time. And the people who are against spanking are the ones that I know personally that are fine. So I'm like, it's funny that the people who agree with it are the people who are fucked up the most. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it comes to like the human perspective of like, you can't let another person control your, your ideologies, but at the same time you have to understand those little things. I used to always respond to the haters. I used to respond to them. But now looking back, I'm like, Isaac, bro, like don't even give them attention. Or if I give them any attention, it's going to be very minuscule and it's to prove them wrong because they are controlling my reaction. So people, you know, you can't go, you know, this is to the audience. Like you can't go around life responding to every little thing that happens to you. You know, dude, I fucking God damn, man. I love this interview. Fucking love that you said that. I think that I've been like watching a lot of um, like John Mayer and, and rappers and artists and stuff, musicians and, and like even celebrities. and um. There we go. And something I've noticed is like, you know how they always like wear, they're wearing like sunglasses. They're very quiet. They're very, they don't really usually talk a lot when they're in public, right? And I, I yeah. guess it's like an argument to me for like paparazzi and stuff. But something I've been like studying is like what you're saying of like, get, you, you're now, you've, you, like, they, you've, they're in reaction to you. I think that if you move throughout your life, it's important to be grounded in who you are and have your own, your own perspective, your own thoughts on things. And to take a moment before you respond to something. Even if someone asks you like, hey, you want some coffee? Just not go, oh yeah, sure. But like be aware of like, what are you feeling? How is this person making you feel? I think having that and, and being okay with who you are, like, yep. because you're not, it's like the, the very nature of the hater hating on you establishes that they're not usually, you know, blanket statement, there's definitely exceptions. They're not usually open to changing. They just want to like get that dirty high of arguing and like pouring gasoline on the fire. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know, man, I think that's, I think that's important. And I think that's fascinating to me. Like just psychology, human psychology in general, like people having to feel the need, like Beyonce isn't going on YouTube and posting fucking trolly comments on people's shit. She's being Beyonce. You know what I mean? Like the fact you have to spend even a second of your life you got too much fucking time Dude, on your hands. Oh my God. Like, what are you doing? Like, don't let's go. Dante. Don't, let's don't go. you want to make a lot of money? Don't you want to be happy? Don't you want to travel and see shit? Like, I guess some people do like Gary B talks about that. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't want to go on a hike, but if you've never tasted things, if you've never been out of your, your fucking state, 
or your income level or your relationship, that one relationship you've still been in forever. You've never dated, you know, how to vlog. Like, like it's just, it's crazy to me, man, how people imprison themselves in their own reality and they, they're not even aware of it or they're suppressed. They are aware of it, but they're just running from it because it's too scary to face. Mm -hmm. Maybe I am not good enough for this. Like, it's hard to ask those questions. Do you, do you ask yourself those questions? Do you, are you like routinely questioning that? Are you routinely asking yourself like, how do I feel about this? Is this, what are your thoughts I on do that? It sub, I do that more subconsciously than anything. Um, because I've, you know, I've finally gotten to the point now where, where subconsciously and, I, you know, through my self-awareness, I'm able to, you know, hey, Isaac, you know, get off that stupid game on your phone. Like it's not doing anything. You know, I'm a huge gamer. Like I used to be huge into video games Respect. as a kid. I mean, what, what kid wasn't? But at the same time now, it's like I have to manage the time that I spend playing those games because I'm like, it's not productive. Yeah. And you mentioned the paparazzis and you mentioned like the celebrities. I, you know, I make it my goal to not interact with celebrities unless it's for like expanding my own brand or, you know, providing value or something. You know, I, I used to, I'll use a different example. You think about keeping up with the Kardashians, right? These people spend their lives watching the Kardashians. You know, you think of that, the, the consumer mindset. They yeah. watch what the Kardashians are doing and they're like, one day that would be nice. One day I'll do that, but they don't implement anything. They talk about, oh my God, one day, one day. And they watch the lavish lifestyle of the Kardashians. And then you have the people that hate on the Kardashians when in reality, the hater doesn't do anything. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, the, the reason that these celebrities are so big is because there's a paradigm and there's a perspective that it is unachievable when anything is achievable now. Anyone can become famous. Anyone can achieve that level of success they want. It's and, all and, within and reach, but these quick, people man, think it's, yeah. Real quick, okay. diving, diving into that real quick, because that's a fucking brilliant point. Like, look, it, we're not saying like everybody, you know, should be 30 million fucking followers on Instagram. Like, you have to ask yourself, why, why is that attractive to you, first of all? Why is, it, why is the idea of yes. like 30 million followers, why is that attractive? Number one, that's a huge fucking question just in and of itself. Number two, what do you want in life? What would make you happy? For some people, it's just like having an apartment, a close circle of friends, working you know, a job, making 60, 70, 80. That's it. That's their sweet spot. That's what makes them happy. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Some people want to like leave a legacy. Some people want to fucking, you know, I got one, I want to give $4 million away before I fucking die. Like, these are things that I want that makes me, it makes me happy to like give shit to people and help people. Yep, I think, like you're saying, self-awareness is fucking huge. Like, why do you want the, the fame? What about the fame? Like, Because normally, it's like compensating for insecurity and compensating for, like, you're not facing some very dark internal stuff that maybe should be faced. <laughs> yeah, and it's... A lot of people go ahead and they're like, oh, this, you know, money will take away my problems. You know, that fame will take away my problems because yeah. these people think like, you know, like you said, it's going to cover up their own insecurities. But I can guarantee you, Gary Vee doesn't give a fuck about fame. He cares about legacy. He cares about helping other people. And that has seriously rubbed off on me. He's going to watch this interview one day and he's going to be like, wow, this kid is like fucking mini me. Um, but it, it's about like, you know, understanding what you want out of life. You know, these people, I've, I've come to the realization that with like documentaries, you know, you think about the people that watch documentaries, they're older people. They watch these documentaries about all these great places in life because they were places that they wanted to go, but they were never able to travel to because they never chose to, right? And um, you, you also speak about, you know, every, every person's definition of success is different. My level of success is different from your level of success, your definition rather. Um, and That's whenever okay. I first got involved, I was so ignorant, dude. Like I was the ignorant motherfucker. Um, like I used to think that, you, in order to become successful, you'd have to have millions of dollars. You yeah. know, I was a very judgmental person first getting involved. And I, you know, I'm looking back, I'm like, wow, like, hey, same I can't thing, believe, bro, I, I, can't believe I was like that. And now I'm looking back and I'm like, okay, you know, it, that person, you know, can, can do whatever the fuck they want. You know, it's their life. So why should, you know, I should guide them care along, but I'm never going to tell you how to live your life. You know, I've had a lot of people in the past couple of weeks come to me for advice. And I'm like, I don't understand it. I don't understand why you, why you're going to get advice from other people. But at the same time, I've done the same exact thing. Exactly. And it's, you know, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, but I, rather I'm going to tell you what I would do if I was in your shoes. And then formulate your own opinions, like use it as yeah. like, you know, uh, there's Bruce Lee, I'm pretty sure Bruce Lee fucking quote or whatever is like, just use what works and, and fucking cast off the rest. Like take what resonates and then just mm -hmm. forget the rest. Like you don't have, we don't all have to be the same fucking person. Like, it's amazing and awesome and beautiful the fact that there are many different peoples. Like, I have you have things that you fucking dominate in that I fucking suck shit in, and vice versa, and that's cool. That's yeah. okay. I think it's all right to have 
like last night, I was speaking with a, with a roommate of mine and he mentioned that his grandfather was in fighting in, in Vietnam and like a whole bunch of horrible shit happened in, in, in Vietnam. And he said that I just, I don't like Asian people. And I was like, you know, I was like, that's very, very bad. But I was also like, well, why do you think that way? You know, like I coming from a place of what the fuck I'm preaching. I, I respect that you have that perspective and I have no context for like, I don't have a grandfather who was in Vietnam that went through some shit like that. So I can't, I don't like, I can't judge you. Like, I don't know what you're feeling. I don't know what you've been through. Like I'm locked in your shoes. So I don't know what the fuck I was going with that, but like. No, I know exactly where you're going with that. <laughs> it talks about stereotypes and that's been something that's really big on my mind um, the past couple of weeks, dude, because I've realized like growing up, I was, you know, I, I was that judgmental kid too. Not just when I first got involved with entrepreneurship, but the more I realized, like, how are we going to make an, an assumption about an entire group of people based off of the actions of a few, right? It's like you're in school and the entire class gets punished because one kid was an idiot and threw, a, like, a, a paper airplane, you know, something so st yeah. stupid, but everyone was punished. You think about it, like, not to get all political, but, you, you know, like, for example, he doesn't like Asian people because of something that those Asian people did to his grandfather 50 years ago. Yeah. And it, it's you know, that speaks to being open, you know, like, I'm not going to judge all of the actions. But at the same time, like, I don't know, man, like, I, I'm a huge history buff. But at the same time, whenever I think about history, I get disgusted by it. Same, and with, same. you know, with the lessons in history, there, history doesn't have to repeat itself. That's just, you know, something that people have, you, we've grown up listening to history repeats itself. Oh, my God, da, 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 da. No, you can change the future by learning from the past. You, you know, whenever, like, like you think about like slavery, you think about just everything, how uh, the world was built off of bloodshed. The world was built off of the pain of other people. The yeah. future doesn't have to be the same exact way. It sounds like, it sounds like some hippie shit, but bro, it's really just another level of consciousness. Like people like you and I, and you know, people like people that are listening, like our audiences, we understand like there are other ways of going about things. So Dude, that's that, huge, man. Like back in, you know, when there was like fucking Greece and Sparta and shit like that, like, we would we would march tens of thousands of people like like Isaac and kill me each other. <laughs> to fucking yeah. kill each other over some bullshit or like I want it this way or I want this piece of land. Right. And now we're we exist in a, in a in a in a stage of life where you can just build a personal brand and achieve whatever level of success you want that is also integrating like your level of talent and self awareness right. to create the lifestyle you want to create the reality you want and fulfill the things you want. You're living in, in the fucking like best situation, period, in all of fucking human civilization. Right. All the opportunity, like, you know, depending on your level of talent and, and work ethic, like you're you're you have no ceiling. That's insane to me. And then yeah. as you were saying mm -hmm. earlier, touching on that, we fucking complain that oh my coffee is not hot enough or or I don't have the newest I gotta iPhone. Go to work. But, you know, and I've realized, too, most everything in life is Keep talking, bro. I'll this real quick. All right. Sounds good. Well, keep going, man. Keep going. It's fine. <laughs> all right. All right. Definitely. Um, can you hear me, Dante, or no? Yes, sir. Oh, all right. Dope, dope. Okay. I'm just about to spit some knowledge. Um, something I've realized is so many things in life are man-made. You know, they're social constructs. Um, like I, there's something the other day and it was talking about time. And I was like, the more I think about time, the less I understand time because time is a man-made construct. Yes. We put the value on time. We put numbers into place. We made the alphabet we use right now. We made it. Time is just a simple value that we have because if you think about it, the universe is in a state of existence. It's in a state of being, right? Mm -hmm. There's nothing saying that the universe exists in one second. We made that second. But so many people, you think about how things, things of today, right? You think about video games. They're based on the history. They're not based on the future. Why? Why don't we go ahead and go and step out of that norm and break out of the, you know, you think about like the, the little like French meme, right? Like they're in that box. They're in that fake box. We as humans are in that box of our own because we never step out of it. We don't question why, you know, video games are based off of, you know, Assassin's Creed, for example, is based off of, you know, things that happened a thousand years ago. Why don't we start thinking about the future and start thinking about what we can do to change now, right? Yeah. We're, we're so focused on, oh my God, I, could, I should have said that thing, you know, that meme that like when it, whenever you're laying in bed and you think about something you should have said three years ago and that argument with your fucking roommate, like what the fuck, man? Like, excuse my French, but fucking, like there are other things to focus on. What like, else? <laughs>
Dude, no, I feel that, man. I, I have a acquaintance of mine who, whenever I hang out, like almost 80% of the fucking time when I'm hanging out with this guy, he inevitably brings up his, his ex-girlfriend from like six years ago. And, and I don't, I don't, it, it blows my, it's like stunning. Like he's a genius in the fact that we can be talking about whatever, man, anything. Just the vibe is awesome. I'm, I'm laughing. My, my thing is, I don't really give a shit if you have, if you have fucking fame or money or whatever. Like I just want to have fun and I want to be laughing a ton if I'm hanging out with you. If not, I'm either doing a shit ton of work and taking massive action. But th- those are my two fluctuations. Enjoy, laugh a fuck ton or get a fucking t- fuck ton done. Be growing, be expanding, be learning, right? There, there's a thing from David Data, Way of the Superior Man, great book. He says that every moment is either a test or celebration. I think that's fucking amazing. But back to this dude. He finds a way to like to to somehow tie the fuck in this this breakup from six years ago into the conversation. I'm like, how the what? <laughs> what? what? Right. Not only did like if you did it one time, all right. But like routinely, every time I hang out with you, you bring this chick up from six years ago, dude. The amount of of from each conversation this has been done in, the amount of cumulative time <laughs> you spent talking about this fucking girl, when we yep. could have been doing something, laughing, which is a good alternative, um, you know, formulating solutions to problems in our life, moving forward, like, it, it's stunning, man. It's stunning the amount of time yeah. people burn thinking that they have infinite supplies of them. I'm very oh, aware man, I, of the fact yeah, that and I, die. No, absolutely. I have to catch myself on that, you know, um, because like they're easy. It's easy to bring up something from the past, right? Like having a conversation about an experience with my friend, you know, I mentioned my, my friend, Kevin, um, we've had a lot of good memories together, but something I was talking to him about, I was like, bro, like people go, go and sit around and drink beer in their forties and get fat talking about the things they did in the past. When in reality, they should be fucking making memories for the future. You know what I'm saying? Dude, the, like we're so the, caught up on what we did yesterday. And it just, it dumbfounds me. Like, I'm like, bro, like we had a lot of good times at school. We did a lot of dumb shit, but I'm like, what else are we going to do? That's fun. You know? And then later that day, you know what we fucking did? We went to the beach and we fucking like ran out in the fucking rain and and enjoyed ourselves focusing on living in the now instead of living in the past. Big time. Big thing. Big Big paradigm shift. The thing Gary Vee says that I think is a good, is a good way to like break out of that is you're only as good as your last at bat. I think that applies to like your whole fucking day, man. Like, I don't give a shit what you did yesterday. What are you doing today that is connecting you with your happiness yeah. and gratitude and taking action? Like, cause then, then you're just like staying in the same place. Like, Oh, I did this cool thing. You know, like, okay, I won't drop names, but sometimes I'll, I'll be talking like a family member or like a friend and, yeah. and do the same thing. And it, it kind of makes me sad, man. Cause I'm like, like, not like, Oh, this person's just fucking peasant sad. Not like that, but like actually heartbreakingly sad. Cause I'm like, you're not, you're not moving, you're not moving, you're not doing anything new. Like, you're just, you're reminiscing and like holding, coveting this memory you did, you know, whatever X amount of time ago, years ago. And you're like, look, and they'll, re- they'll repeat it. Like, it's, it's like a, 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 you know, and it could be a funny story, granted, but they'll like bring it up and like, you know, this is what I did, showing like, check this out. And I'm like, bro, but today, <laughs> let's go do cool shit today. Like what? Yeah. Like, that's the point of life. Like. And it hurts. And it's just, it makes me sad sometimes. I don't know. No, man. I, I, it hurts to go and see that. It's like, and, and I was watching, um, what was it? I think it was Hotel or Hotel Hell um, by Gordon Ramsay. I was like on YouTube and I was watching an episode. Um, and then this, this restaurant owner was talking about awards that his restaurant won back in the 80s. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah, I won this five star, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know, a fucking best diner in Pittsburgh 20 years ago. And it's like, I won that, you know, fifth place trophy back in fifth grade in middle school or, you know, years, you know what I'm saying? Like, 100%. yeah, I, I'm definitely with you though. When it, whenever it comes to like seeing, cause like you and I, we have a very high level of self-awareness. Like I, I can tell that, like I, I, you know, I've, I've came to understand like you as a human being, like you, you're self-aware, like, you know, exactly what's going on around you hundred percent of the time. But whenever you're hanging around people that aren't self-aware, you're, you start to kind of feel like an outsider to an extent yes. um, because other people are living in their own little lives and st- saying so many negative things. I was with my mom the other day, bless her heart, but she was saying some things. She was like too expensive. I was like, it's not too expensive. You just don't want to put the money aside to buy it. How can I afford that? Right. Right. Paradigm shift. But being around, you know, it's difficult, you know, for some of the people listening, I'm sure that other people can relate. You know, you have to find a level to get down. Like, it sounds very narcissistic, but you have to get down to their level sometimes. Like you have to change your thinking to fit theirs 
in order to help them, you know? Dude, phenomenal, man. Let's, let's, um, cause I, I know, you, I know you got shit to do. Let's, let's kind of go to the end of this and kind of wrap it. What's something that you're like, not work related that you're just fucking super psyched about right now? Like, is it TV show? Like what, what's like got you in your downtime that like, you're just, it's consuming you. Bro, I've been so focused on Lasso, but aside from that, I'm going to take, I've been like obsessing over Lasso for the past two weeks. I've been manifesting this, bro. I'm going to get <laughs> verified in the next week. Watch it. I'm going to get verified in the app. Um, but aside from work related, man, uh, let's see the walking dead, man. I'm a huge walking dead fan. Uh, the, the season finished. I'm, ex- I'm hyped about power. Um, I don't know if you know about like the 50 cent show power, fantastic crime show. Big fan um, of 50 cent. No, I have to check it out. Man. What am I psyched about, man? Like, I don't know. See, like, that's, that's another thing with me. Like, I get so, like, thought, like, caught up in my work and so caught up in, like, what I should be doing and, you know, being productive. But it's, hmm. Going back to Miami, bro, I'm going to just say that. I love yeah. Miami. I was down there for growth conference, and I, I was obsessed with the city. I want to go back so, so much. Um, yeah. Sick. Yeah. Um, man, I'll ask you the same thing, though. What are you psyched about? <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> um, I think we, we share this, this similar commonality in that our work provides like it's combined with our happiness. Like it makes me like, like last night we're both up to like fucking two, three in the morning, you know, tweeting, fucking posting stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that shit is my, like, woo! that's like my drugs, man. Like that's amazing. <laughs> but apart from that, um, I don't know, man. Like, I like, like learning new stuff on the guitar, trying to, trying to, work on the music stuff. We just finished a song at the studio trying to go on to, to feature on another song. But besides that, probably like Game of Thrones, dude. The, the last season for this month is coming out in April. I don't know if it's like 19th or something. So sometime in, in this month, but I'm jacked for that. <laughs> hey, that's what's up. I have never seen one episode. Oh, man. Well, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> man, I've really enjoyed this, though. We, we've talked about a lot of, a lot of valuable content, I think. Thank definitely, you for coming definitely. on, bro. Like, this is... I wasn't, I wasn't expecting us to cover certain topics that we covered, and I was like, I'm really fucking glad we did because your perspective mm-hmm. on this is pretty awesome. I think people listening are gonna get a ton of value. So thank you. Thank Where you. do people definitely. find you? Number one. Okay, definitely. Um, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Isaac at Isaac Mashman, I S A A C M A S H M A N. My name's kind of complicated to some people. Um, <laughs> and then if, if you want to go and check me out on Lasso, I got the username on Lasso at Hustle, which is pretty epic for Dude, me. Dude, um, All right, all right, <laughs> that's epic. Let's go. Uh, and then Snapchat at Mashman Isaac. So a variety of places or IsaacMashman.com. I, I'm kind of like everywhere. I'm trying to expand everything. Sick. Do you have like a do you have like a, a central like website where people can go to like related to your work to like either get a taste of what Forex is about? Like, do you have a central hub for that? Thank you for mentioning that because that just gave me an idea. I need to go and work on that. Um, right now, no. It would be better just to connect with me through social media. I'll introduce you to everything. So. Cool. Awesome, man. And any parting words you got for the people listening? Like, any last message you want to tell them? Any like hot take? Final um, thoughts, parting thoughts. Yeah, definitely. Um, my biggest thing, my clothing line, success before rest. There's, there's a reason behind that name because you have to put in the work in order to get that level of success that you want in life. You know, you're, and, and the other thing is that I've really come to realize is no one gives a fuck about what you're doing that's easy. No one wants to hear about how easy it is. They want to hear about the difficult times. So embrace the trials, embrace the tribulations. You know, as Gary Vee says, enjoy the journey. I've really started to, started to understand that. But guys, never give up, and you have everything you need in yourself. So, I love it. Let's go. Isaac, this was fucking brilliant. Thank you for hopping on, brother. You enjoy your day. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Thank you, Zante. Go fucking follow this man. He's amazing. And uh, I'll, see you, I'll see you next time, brother. Thank you so much for coming Let's on. Let's go. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Dante. I sincerely hope you got a ton of value from this episode. If you didn't, then, then you, just, you just send me some, some coal. Christmas. <laughs> well, I hope you did. I hope you did. That was my intent. Hope you get a ton of value. Hope you had some realizations, epiphanies, and you, d- you just got value. Okay. Like your life is at least 1% better for having listened to this episode and it wasn't a waste of time. Uh, I-, I sincerely wish the most amount of happiness and success for you. Um, Glenn and I at energyawarenesstraining.com, big plug there, energyawarenesstraining.com, we want to end global emotional human suffering. We have a product that allows you, teaches you how to heal your past pain and trauma. 
put yourself in a state of happiness every single day and massive action, right? Not, not happiness sitting in a cave, unless you want that, unless that actually makes you happy, but massive action combined with happiness, using happiness as a foundation, a platform to then take a disgustingly awesome level of action to get the things you want in your life, to live your dreams. But coming from a place of inspiration, not desperation, having to fight through it to make it happen. So with that being said, uh, if you're ready to change your life, go to energyawarenesstraining.com. But besides that, enjoy the free content, free videos, free posts. I love you guys. Thank you for rocking with me on this episode. You mean the world to me. I want you to just be successful and happy and, and just get everything you want. So keep listening. Keep engaging. I'm here for you.